Hello, I'm Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the silent treatment. The silent treatment is a common tactic used by narcissists, toxic people, and people who are emotionally manipulative. Silent treatment can be very emotionally painful, cause a lot of anxiety, and it triggers childhood wounds. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you, and I will talk to you soon. Silent treatment is one of the most common tactics used by a narcissistic or toxic person. I do want to be very clear though, just because someone uses the silent treatment does not make them narcissistic, it does not make them toxic, however, at the very least it does make them very emotionally immature. The silent treatment is a form of abuse, abandonment, and neglect. It's very painful, it can be very emotionally painful, and it triggers childhood wounds. It also creates a lot of anxiety. And this is exactly what the narcissistic or toxic person is looking for. I want to talk about the anxiety that the silent treatment creates for a second. This type of anxiety is separation anxiety. And it's ingrained in us from the time that we are a child. I mentioned earlier that the silent treatment triggers childhood wounds. As a child, we all know subconsciously that we cannot survive in this world without our parents. It's their responsibility to feed us. It's their responsibility to clothe us, provide shelter, and to provide heat. Internally, we know as a child that if we were to be separated from our parents, that we would not survive, which creates separation anxiety. Quite often, even though we may not be completely separated from our parents, we may be separated from them emotionally. We may experience emotional neglect, or our parents may give us the silent treatment when we are children, and then we experience, once again, the separation anxiety that I just mentioned. If and when we experience this as children, it creates a childhood wound. When we grow up, and we start to meet people and we start to develop relationships, whether they be romantic, coworker relationships, or friendships, and then we experience the silent treatment from them, it recreates those childhood wounds and creates that separation anxiety all over again. People who did not experience this type of treatment as a child would see the silent treatment for exactly what it is, manipulative, and would more than likely just walk away or not pay any attention to it. However, if you did experience this treatment as a child, more than likely, you developed some codependent behaviors and some people-pleasing behaviors, which probably attracted the narcissist or the toxic person to you to begin with in the first place. So when they give you the silent treatment, what they're trying to do is they are trying to control you, they're trying to manipulate you, and they're trying to control your behavior. 
You may be receiving the silent treatment by simply just saying no or setting a boundary. However, with someone who is narcissistic or toxic, as I've stated, stated before in previous episodes, saying no or creating a boundary creates a narcissistic injury, which then creates some sort of retaliation and punishment by the narcissist. The silent treatment is a passive aggressive form of punishment by the narcissist. And don't get this twisted. Even though they're not talking to you, they are getting narcissistic supply from you. They are looking at your emotional reaction and they are getting a feed off of it. In essence, they are really enjoying watching you squirm, watching you trying to get them to talk again, watching and listening to you try to beg for their attention, watching you trying to change your behavior. They love this. They're enjoying this. Even though they may be pissed off at you at the moment, they are enjoying seeing you try to get back in good graces with them. Now, I want to make something very clear because when I describe the silent treatment of people, quite often someone who is healthy say, well, at times I get angry and I need some time to myself. To that, I say there's a very big difference. Quite often, healthy people, and if you've worked with me before, I've even recommended or suggested this. Hell, sometimes I need this. I use this myself as well. Sometimes people get pissed off. Sometimes they get angry or they just need some time to themselves to organize their thoughts or to allow for their emotions to come down so they don't say things that they don't mean. This is a very good and healthy tactic. The silent treatment is something that's very, very different. Someone who is healthy may say, I'm too angry to talk about this. Let's talk about this tonight or let's talk about this in an hour. Someone who is using the silent treatment, they may allow for the silent treatment to last for days, for hours, for weeks. In some severe cases, I've even heard that the silent treatment will last for years. Someone who is healthy and someone who just needs a break will still talk to you lightly. You know, they may keep to themselves for a little bit but they're still going to treat you with respect. People who are using the silent treatment want you punished. They want you in pain. They want you hurt. They may not even say hello or goodbye or even good night. And they will just, they won't even acknowledge your presence. If you're, if you're in the same room, some people will describe these type of situations as I felt the tension in the room, even though no one was saying anything. So once again, I want to be very clear People who are using the silent treatment, you don't know if they, if or when they will ever talk to you again. Someone who is using, who needs a healthy form of space, typically will tell you, I just need a little bit of time to myself for a little bit. But you know that they're going to come back around once they settle, settle down or once they organize their thoughts and are able to articulate how they feel. People who are using the silent treatment want you to take the burden for how they feel regardless if it's your fault that they feel that way or not. So once again, I want to be very clear that you may experience the silent treatment from someone who is a romantic partner. You may experience the silent treatment from someone who is a coworker, a friend, a family member, even a parent. It can be anyone. So then the next question is, what do we do with the silent treatment? What do we do when and if someone is giving us the silent treatment? those of you who have worked with me before, those, who, those of you who have followed my work for some time, you know that I am huge on communication and communicating your feelings and talking things through, finding a solution. But when someone's giving us the silent treatment, 
It's very different. You don't do anything. You move on with your life. You act like nothing is happening. If you're, if this is a coworker that's doing this to you, you go on, you move on about your life. You do what you need to do to get through the day. You act like nothing's bothering you whatsoever. You have a great day. You are not to give the silent treatment any attention whatsoever. And the reason why is because any attention that you give it, any t- any attention that you give the silent treatment is actually enabling the behavior. It's basically you telling them that what they're doing to you is okay. So don't beg for them to try to talk to you. Don't participate in it. Don't apologize. Don't don't cry or you know, I I understand that this can be very emotionally draining, especially if this is a romantic partner or if this is a family member. However, if you do need to cry, you do not allow for them to see it. Cry either in private or to your therapist or to a close friend or family member. Now, earlier, I said do not apologize. And I want to be very clear on this. You may have done something wrong. And if you did, that still does not justify the silent treatment. If you did something wrong, there's a time and a place to apologize and is not during the silent treatment. Once they are ready to act like an adult and communicate with you openly, then you can talk about it and you can apologize and you can come to a resolution and a solution. However, if you try to apologize for something that you've done wrong during the, during the silent treatment, it's not going to work anyway. They're going to continue the silent treatment. And if, and in, in some cases, the silent treatment will last longer. Don't try to make peace with them. Don't try to reason with them. You want to just move on with your life like nothing is going on, like nothing happened. Don't give it any attention whatsoever. Any attention that you give it is really just giving them narcissistic supply. This silent treatment is actually a good time for you to have a good reflection period. During this reflection period, you should be asking yourself a couple of questions. Number one, did I actually do something wrong? Or did I basically just set a boundary? Did I just tell them no about something and now they're upset and now they're just trying to manipulate my behavior? Because if it's the latter, if you really just set a boundary because you didn't want to go somewhere or you just didn't want to do something, that's not your problem. That's nothing you should apologize over anyway. This is a great time for you to analyze not only the relationship, but also your own internal feelings. If the silent treatment is happening to you and you feel the need to try to please them and try to alleviate and try to fix things, then this is a good time for you to really do some inward reflection, inward work on some codependent and some people pleasing behaviors that you have internally. So another question that you need to ask during this reflection period is what was the trigger? And when I say trigger, I don't just mean what triggered the silent treatment. You do need to reflect on that, but also what is triggering me to want to try to fix this and try to correct this and try to please them? How did I get into this situation? And, and what is it about me? What, why do I want to try to go out of my way and try to sacrifice myself, my, my, 
happiness and my self-esteem to try to please, please this person to just to try to get them to talk to me again. And you may realize that you do have some of these childhood wounds that we were talking about. And if that is the case, then this is a good time for you to start looking inward and start to really try to dive in and try to fix those childhood wounds so you don't run into these type of people again. Or if you are in a situation where this is a coworker, where you have to work with them, you want to do these, you want to work on yourself so then you don't fall victim to the silent treatment and some of these manipulative tactics that toxic people use. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Don't forget to subscribe no matter what platform you're listening to this on. Also, if you'd like more information on me or if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com. Go to the products tab, select, select whichever product you feel works best for your situation. You can also make a contribution to the podcast to help grow the podcast and allow for other people to hear about narcissistic abuse and about toxic people. You can go to mattfeiffercoaching.com. Go to the donations tab, make a contribution to, uh, of any size. We always appreciate any, any type of donation. And finally, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on a future episode, you can also go to mattfeiffercoaching.com. Go to the contact tab. Send me an email. Make it three paragraphs max. Be very direct about your question and about your situation. And I would love to answer any question that you have for a future episode. And until then, I will talk to you soon. Your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, now the Tommy dream big Cause all we take with us are the things we did Dream big